The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I am so glad that you're joining us today. And uh, as you know, I'm Janet Kunst, your host. And today's topic is getting the most out of LinkedIn. What we're going to look at is I'm going to give you some tips on how to best set up your personal page. We'll also look at how to set up a company page and showcase pages, which are really cool. And I'll give you a little bit of a content marketing strategy for your company pages. And then we'll take a look at sponsored updates, which are kind of like Facebook ads that we talked about last week, but for LinkedIn and also LinkedIn groups and then some LinkedIn do's and don'ts. So I I just want to share with you that um, we are still looking at the same basic idea about social media and uh, social networking on LinkedIn as we have in the past with Facebook and, and when we're talking about content strategy and all that. But the thing with LinkedIn is it's a little bit of a different animal than some of the social media sites that we've talked about and that you're you're very familiar with. It's a professional network, so you need to make sure that you keep it on that professional level um, because that's really what LinkedIn is about, and we'll get into that in a minute. But first, I want to share some statistics with you. I always love to share statistics with you that give you an idea of how big the network is and how people are using it. So with LinkedIn, here are a couple of those statistics. There are close to 500 million members of LinkedIn with over 130 of those million in the U.S. alone. The average LinkedIn member has an an average household income of $109,000. And can you believe that two people create a LinkedIn login every second? That's amazing to me. There are also uh, 1.5 million LinkedIn groups and nearly 50% of LinkedIn members have decision-making authority for their companies. So if you're a B2B company or small business, LinkedIn is a great place for you to be to promote your services and to be seen as an expert and get noticed by other companies and other businesses that may need your products or services. So in addition to that, as a marketing uh, company or a way to market your business, here are some really interesting marketing statistics for LinkedIn. On LinkedIn profiles, if you have a professional headshot, it gets 14 times more profile views than ones that don't. And if you have other photos on your LinkedIn profile, uh, your profile will get 21 times more uh, views. And if you have profi- uh, photos with your um, 
profile as well, it'll get 36 times more messages. And it, there's a three, 13 time increase in profile views for LinkedIn members that list skills on their profiles. So there's a lot uh, that goes into your profile and we're going to go through each section of your profile to make sure that you're getting the most out of it so that when people are searching for you and what you do, um, they're going to find you and uh, want to connect with you. So when you're talking about LinkedIn, as I said, it's a social network, but it's specifically designed for career and business professionals to connect. It's all about building those strategic uh, relationships. So how many people you're connected to is uh, not as important as the quality of those people that you're connected with. So um, you need to keep it very professional on LinkedIn. Well, not to the point that you're straight laced, but you need to keep it professional um, because this is where people are going to find you as an expert and begin to build that no like and trust factor that we've always been talking about. So when you're building your personal profile, what you need to do is you need to highlight what you can do for your clients rather than what you're what you're good at. So, um, and, and this is what we've been talking about all along. You want to uh, walk that fine line between jumping up and down and saying, hey, look at me, look how great I am, versus uh, what's in it for my clients? Who's my target audience? How do I talk to that target audience and make sure that they understand who I am and what I can give to them and why they should use me as a business or a product or service? Uh, the best way to do that is to go back to your keyword research. And we've talked about this quite a bit that the key to succeeding online is in your keywords. So you need to make sure that you're using your keywords throughout your personal profile and your company profiles and um, everything that you do on LinkedIn as well. Um, so that's the, they're searching for you, but they're probably searching for people who have something to do with those keywords or keyword phrases and they're going to look for those keyword and keyword phrases if they don't know who you are and that's how you're going to show up in LinkedIn. So let's look at your uh, personal profile and I want to give you some tips on how to how to put it together and make sure that you're getting the most out of it. The first thing that I want to talk about is that um, when you have your the name field make sure that you just put your name in there. Um, that's how they're going to get to know, like, and trust you. There's a couple of different uh, camps as to what you can put in there. Um, some people put their title or something that describes who they are. But I would recommend that you stick with just your name. Um, and there's some uh, talk about whether or not linked you should uh, – connect with everybody and anybody who asks you to connect on LinkedIn or just those people that you know, um, you're going to be asked to connect people who you're connected with, with others who want to connect with those in, in your um, sphere of influence. And it, and for me, it's hard to do that if you don't know that person. So you can't really give them a recommendation to somebody else if you really don't know that person. But on the other hand, if you're trying to build your network and you're willing to um, uh, connect with those people that 
uh, you may not necessarily know and all you want is to build your network, then what you can do in that name field is you can put uh, the term lion, as in the uh, the animal, L-I-O-N in capital letters, and that stands for LinkedIn Open Networker. And what that means is that you're willing to connect with anybody regardless of whether you have a personal connection with them. So that's all I have to say about your name. Um, you need to also make sure that your headline grabs attention and uses your keywords. So don't just put what your um, title is or the name of your company. Just put something that that's uh, more of a headline and uses your keywords in there. You need to have a professional headshot. As I said earlier, your uh, profile will get more views if you have a professional headshot rather than just the um, profile silhouette in the background or some uh some oh what's the term some casual shot of you Um, this is a professional network so you need to be professional on it Um, you also want to make sure that when you put together your summary that uh, you have something that stands out in those first couple of lines what you want to do is you want to make sure that you create a a way that people want to keep on reading about you you don't want to be too boring in there so make sure those first couple of lines stand out and then the next thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that in your summary you're writing in the first person remember we talked about uh, when you're putting together your target audience and you're developing your ideal customer you want to make sure that you're talking to them as if they're sitting across from you well that's what you want to do with your summary you want to make sure that you're speaking to that one person that represents your audience and you want to also make sure that you're sharing information with them that that uh, gives you high credibility and talks about some of your accomplishments and why they're important to that person or that audience. Um, You want to talk to that target market and make sure that you're also talking about your uh, the problems and solutions that you solve. Remember, we're looking to see how you fulfill their needs, solve their problems, or simplify their life. So this is the place to do that. And above all, in that summary section, don't forget your call to action. A lot of people do a really good job of putting together their summary and then forget to tell people what they want them to do. So whether it's call them or send send them to your website or whatever, you need to make sure that you put in that um, call to action. Then the next thing that I want to talk about is some of your contact and personal information. And this one is really important. Um, each of us has a LinkedIn profile URL, and you need to customize that so that people can find you. When you first sign up for LinkedIn, uh, what you'll notice is that it'll say linkedin.com slash in slash part of your name and some random 12-digit number or some odd number that you will never remember and nobody else will ever remember. So you need to edit that so that people can find you in the simplest way. And hopefully that can be done by just uh, editing it and making it your real name. Um, You may need to add a couple of numbers after it or you may need to add your initial, your middle initial or something like that. 
But you do need to make sure that that's a a memorable way for them to get to you on LinkedIn. And it's really simple to edit. All you need to do is go to edit your public profile um, and then edit your profile URL. And there's a little uh, pencil right next to it. Just click on it, type in what you want your public profile uh, URL to be, and you're done. It'll tell you if, if it's taken already and if you need to make any any changes. It'll give you some suggestions and all that. But you need to do that. Uh, the fir- That's probably one of the first things that you need to do. And then you can add your websites and your email contact and, and your um, Twitter profile. Um, it's really important to give them as many ways to contact you as possible so that you can get your website going, you can get your blog up and they can take a look at your blog, they can follow you on Twitter and all that. And then when you're putting together all of your experience, make sure that you fill it out as much as possible, giving them as many details about who you worked for, um, the benefits that you provided to your clients and the services that you offered. Make sure that you add your volunteer experience and list your skills. As we said earlier, you need to make sure that you're listing your skills because um, people can uh, endorse you for your skills and they can see what what you have there and that's one of the ways that they'll connect with you. Um, You also want to make sure that you ask for recommendations um, from others. You cannot add your recommendations yourself and that's all I have as far as your personal profile goes. So it's time for our first break and we come back we're going to take a look at how to set up your company pages. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. 
You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, uh, I gave you a quick overview of how to make your personal profile on LinkedIn stand out. And so now we're going to take it to the next level and look at company pages. And whether you know it or not, um, when you put in a company into your uh, personal profile and that company is not listed in their database, it actually automatically creates that company page. So if you haven't done anything with your company page and you don't think you have a company page, uh, chances are you already do and you just have to claim it. So let's first talk about the difference between the company page and the personal profile. And uh, if you were with us last week, we talked about your uh, Facebook personal page page and your business page and that um, you you can't have a business you shouldn't be posting about your business or have your personal page be your business page because Facebook will put you in Facebook jail and there are certain uh, uh, features of Facebook that you can't use if you're always posting to your personal page well the same thing holds for LinkedIn you really don't want to have a company page you don't want to have a company profile as a personal page um, because your personal page is really to highlight your background and your skills and help you connect with people that you know so that they can see your expertise and begin to know and like and trust you as a person but with a company page what it does is it uh, highlights the information about your company it also allows you to gain insights to understand how people are, are interacting with your page and your company And it'll also give you an opportunity to showcase your products and services, um, sponsor articles, which is uh, almost the same as Facebook ads, and several other things. So let's dive in. And before you build your company page, there are a couple of things that you need to have. Um, The same thing was true with Facebook uh, business pages. So let's just go through some of them. Uh, You need to have a personal LinkedIn profile that's set up with your true first and last name Uh, your profile your personal profile has to have a strength of at least intermediate or all-star which means that it's really important for you to make sure that you've filled out all that information on your personal profile as much as possible to uh, get uh, LinkedIn to actually grant you permission to set up a company page. You have to have several connections on your profile, so make sure that you're reaching out to your friends um, and people that you know and asking them to link with you on LinkedIn, and we'll talk about the best way to do that in a little while. And then you must be a, a current employee of that company and have your uh uh, your position listed in your experience section of your profile. So if you're a small business and you're looking at doing your company page, obviously that should be one of those experiences listed in in your experience or one of those positions listed in your experience part of your uh, personal profile. And of course, it's your company, so y- you do have access to it. You also have to have a company email address. So if you're using a Gmail address or a Yahoo address or something that isn't your name at yourcompany.com, then uh, you need to make sure that you add that to your LinkedIn profile and get it confirmed um, because that's kind of how they 
they check to make sure that it's a legitimate company. And your domains, your company's domain must be uh, unique to that company. So that goes to what I just said. Um, it can't be Gmail or Yahoo or Hotmail or, or another company's email address. It needs to be your email address. So some of the benefits of a company page include that it showcases your company and not just your employees. Um, if you have more than one employee, um, there are opportunities for them to link to your company page and they can also post on your on your page and, and send people to your company page and all that. So it gives you a little bit more um, uh, uh, interaction with your employees and with their uh, connections as well. Um, it, you can also tangibly measure the impact of your updates. So if you're just updating on your personal profile, you don't know how many people are seeing it or anything like that. But on your company page, you will actually be able to see um, how many people are interacting with it, how many people are sharing it, that sort of stuff. So you'll have some analytics behind it, just as you do on Facebook and some of the other uh, social media networks. You will be able to monitor and be notified if somebody mentions your company or your brand, which is fantastic. That's a great way to see how people are interacting or talking about your company. And you'll be able to uh, promote your latest and most important news through sponsored updates, which is a really simple, quick way to advertise, if you want to call it advertising, on LinkedIn. And then you can showcase your specialist services using the showcase pages, and we'll get to that in a minute. So um, remember, uh, so now we're going to build your company page, and it's not as complicated as Facebook was. So let's go through it and see how well we do here. So remember, you cannot use your personal profile for your company page. So when you're logging into LinkedIn from your home page, just there's a, a tab on the navigation bar called work. And so uh, hover over that and then select the create a company page in the drop down window. And basically all you need to do is add your company name and uh, it'll start typing in a LinkedIn company profile URL. Um, and then all you have to do, there's a little box there that says, I verify that I am the official representative of this company and have the right to act on behalf of the company in creation of this page. Once you click on that, um, the create a page button will uh, turn blue and all you have to do is uh, click that and you're done. Um, but again, this goes back to what I was talking about earlier when I said that you needed to make sure that you have an email address associated with that company because if you don't and it's not on your profile, um, the LinkedIn will actually uh, prompt you to verify your email address. So you need to make sure that you have that email address available. And then all you have to do is click the Get Started uh, button on the welcome screen and begin editing your company page.
So what you want to do when you're editing your company page, just like we did with Facebook and just like we did with your personal profile, is you need to add your cover photo and your profile picture, just as you had done uh, on those other social sites and all over the place. And make sure that you keep it professional. It shouldn't be cutesy unless that's the image that your company has. Just make sure that it's uh, nice and neat and to the point about who you are and what your company represents. And then you want to edit the About Us section, which has a company description. You can uh, talk about the specialties that you uh, have for your products and services. Um, You need to enter your contact information, your website URL, um, and this is information that's different from some of the other social networks, particularly Facebook. You need to add your company size, so you need to choose how many employees you have in that company. You need to choose what type of industry you're in and the type of company that you have. So if it's a public company or privately held company or nonprofit, you need to ch- make those choices because that's how LinkedIn categorizes you. And it's really important for them to do that. And then uh, once you have all that set up, you can start posting updates, you can start posting articles. And we'll talk about how to sponsor those articles and posts uh, in a couple minutes. But what you want to do is you just want to make sure that your information is meaty. It's not the it doesn't have to be the small Uh, updates that you have for Facebook and and your blog posts and some some of the other types of content that you create on other social sites. This is where they want uh, details. So you want to make sure that you're giving them as many details as they want and need in order to know that you're the person that they want for those products or services. The next thing that you can do with your uh, company page is you can actually set set up uh, showcase pages for your products and services. So if there's different products and services that you want to highlight, and you can highlight up to 10 products or services this way, is you set up a, a showcase page. And basically what it is, it's a mini company page that will highlight the benefits and and what those products and services are. And the easiest way to do that is from your your company page, you go to admin tools and choose create showcase page. You're going to create the page name. It's going to set up the um, public URL just like it did for the the, um, company page. And you set it up exactly the same way. So when you're building your page and that's basically it for both uh, company pages and sponsors pages but there's another quick trick that you want to do is that when you're um, when you've built your company page you also want to promote it on your website so you want to add a follow button for your company page on your website and the best way to do that is uh, this is a long link but it's really important. So it's HTTPS colon backslash backslash developer.linkedin.com slash plugins slash follow dash company hashtag. And all you need to do is put in your page name and if and uh, tell it how you want to show the counts of how many paid people are following. Click get code, copy and paste it to your website, and that's it. And then you have, have people following your page. So some of the tips that I want to give you 
for your um, content strategy for LinkedIn is they're looking for those solutions to their problems, which I already talked talk to you about. Some of the content that you want to share on LinkedIn, which is different from some of the other places that you would share content, you want to talk about case studies, white papers, ebooks that you may have written, blog posts, and video. And it needs to be more substantial and go into greater depth. So um, you may have fewer shares on LinkedIn, but it's more important to them as to what um, you're you're talking about. Um, you want to make sure that you're speaking with your audience and not to it. Um, you can ask them questions um, and run polls, um, and you can always respond to everything that they say about your posts. That goes along with everything else that we've been talking about social media. And then you also want to make sure that you, you, you need to engage in other ways in, other than just sharing your posts. Um, comment on other people's pages, find influencers and have them talk on your page and talk about you and start that dialogue. And just go back and share that, uh, that content strategy that we've been talking about, which is the 30-60-10 rule, where 30% is your content, 60% is your commenting on others' content, and 10% is in promotion. And so we're actually at our next break. Um, so I have a couple more things to share with you on content strategy, and then we have a couple other things to talk about um, as far as LinkedIn goes. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So before the break, we were discussing some of the best strategies to promote your business on LinkedIn with company and showcase pages. I have one more thing to share with you on that, and then we're going to take a look at sponsored updates and LinkedIn groups. Um, So one of the other strategies, uh, obviously, that you want to take when you're building your company profile is you want your follower numbers to climb all the time. And you, uh, there are a couple of things that you can do to do that. And one is to make sure that everything that you're sharing on your LinkedIn messages um, has a, a call to action to follow or to share your information with others. You can tag others um, and have them tag their friends so that they may be experts in the same subject and they would want to follow your page. Um, and you may use your other successful social networks to actually drive uh, people to your uh, LinkedIn page. So that's it on how to build your content strategy. So let's take a look at sponsored updates. And uh, the best way that I can describe sponsored updates on LinkedIn is to compare them with uh, um, a boosting your post on Facebook at, on Facebook. So if you write some content and you want to make sure that people outside of your uh, network and sphere of influence sees it, you can uh, make it a sponsored content. So what you need to do, and, and there's five simple steps that you need to do. Uh, the first is to create your post. So you it can and you want to post it on your company page as normal. It could be a blog post. It could be just an update. It could be an article. It could be a video. It could be anything that you want to boost. And then you want to um, and, and then right after you've posted it, just wait wait a couple of seconds and you will see the sponsor up, uh, sponsor update button and all you have to do is click on that and uh, you can uh, then go to name your campaign. And again, um, those sponsored updates, if you want to go back and do an update that you uh, posted months ago, you can do that as well, just as you can on Facebook. So what you want to do after you've clicked that sponsor update, um, you want to name your campaign and it'll ask you to uh, name it and just pick something generic because what's going to happen is you're going to want to go back to use that same uh, campaign criteria each time. So if you name it as your blog post or something like that, it's going to be hard to keep track of which uh, campaigns you're using. Um, And you can just duplicate it if you need or make make tweaks to it as you need to. Once you've named your campaign, you want to target your campaign. And just as you can on Facebook, you can uh, target for things like location by country and certain areas um, by company. If you have a specific company that you're trying to target um, or a category such as an industry or a size of a company, um, you can target through that. You can target by a job title or a job category. You can target by school. So if you're um, if you're uh, targeting universities or different schools or different organizations, you can target by that. Um, you can also target, which I think is really cool, by skills. So if there's specific skills that you're looking for. So 
For example, if you're doing some job posts, you can actually target specific skills that you're looking for. Um, and then you can also target by specific groups and genders and age. So there's a lot of different things that you can target your campaign for, for your um, sponsored update. And then, of course, you need to choose your uh, payment option. And and just as with Facebook, you can choose your budget and you can choose whether you want to use cost per click or cost per thousand impressions. Um, you need to choose how you're going to pay for it. There's several different options there. And then once you're ready, you can click on preview and it'll show you exactly what others are, how others are going to see your update. And... Um, and then uh, once you've posted it and it's going, you can choose the length of time that you want to post it and all that sort of stuff. You can also measure the results. So uh, you can measure how many interactions there are as far as how, how many people um, liked, shared, or commented on it. You can talk about how many clicks there were or how many impressions there were. And you can also, which is really cool, you can also see how it's doing uh, organically, which means how many of the impressions or how many people are liking it or reading it um, because they found it organically rather than through the sponsored updates. So there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with sponsored updates, and it's based on whatever budget you want. So that's it with uh, uh, sponsored updates. And now I want to talk about LinkedIn groups. And this is one of those areas that there's an awful lot of groups out there. I think I said earlier that there was 1.5 million groups. And you need to figure out which groups you want to interact with because that's where people are going that you don't know already are going to start to know, like, and trust you and see that you're an expert and want to connect with you in the future. So um, what you want to do is you want to make sure that uh, it it's something it, those groups are ones that can help you um, link with those that are in your sphere of influence. It can help build your company online reputation. It can also attract views to your uh, face your company page and it'll help also help get more eyes on your content um, uh, because you can post to those groups as you need to so um, I want to give you some tips on how to how to use groups to your best ability and the first is to join groups that are relevant to your interests and profession um, it's really important that you aren't joining groups just to join groups to get in front of people and talk about your products and services because that'll get old really quickly so you can search for groups that you want to join by keywords we've talked about keywords in the past and how important it is to make sure that you're using your keywords and hopefully those other people that have um have put together groups and, and company profiles and, and everything else on LinkedIn are also using those types of keywords. So you can you can look for your groups that way. You can also uh, look for groups based on associations or other groups that you may be involved in. So say you're part of the American uh, Marketing Association, there's groups for that. If you're part of a Chamber of Commerce, there could be groups for that. If you're part of an alumni to a school, there are groups for that. Um, just there's practically groups for anything that you could think about on LinkedIn. So just make sure that you're choosing the right groups to, to join. 
And then you can share your company's content in the groups to increase traffic to your site. Um, but make sure that you're providing value and context to your post when you're po- when you're sharing. Don't just paste your copy and paste your URL and hope that everybody um, starts clicking uh, clicking away. You also want to make sure that when you're in those groups that uh, y- you establish your expertise or that you're really um, in you're truly interested in what the group has to say before you start posting um, your own content or uh, your own promotions because that will turn off people a lot if you're if all you're doing is trying to promote yourself you want it these are groups that you want to interact with and get to know and build those connections um, you want to And again, that goes towards how you want to uh, provide insight and commenting on other people's posts. Um, So what you want to do is you want to make sure that if people are asking questions, um, that you have some expertise in, you're answering those questions. Um, And if you have questions, use that as an opportunity to pose your questions and have that dialogue with those other people in that group. Um, They can be of uh, immense help to not only to you, but you can be of immense help to them if you're truly authentic when you're working within these groups. Um, And really, the whole thing about groups is that you want to make sure that what you're doing is you're taking your time and building that network. And um, when, you know, I've been a lurker in a lot of groups because I want to make sure that um, I understand the dynamics in those groups and I want to understand what's important to them and if there are questions that they have then I'll answer them if I if I think that there's something that I've run across, like an article or a blog post or something that I've written, then I'll share it with them and explain to them why it's important for them to um, to look at this and how it relates to whatever the subject is that they're discussing. I don't want to start uh, working in groups where um, all I'm doing is trying to promote myself or uh, ask questions that automatically promote to my content or are contrived um, because people will catch on to that. And the other thing that you can do is if you don't find a group that particularly meets your needs, you can always start a group. And um, in those cases, what you need to do is you need to decide what the what the group is about, why it exists, who your audience is, and make sure that you put that in the descriptions. Um, do you want to have a process where uh, they have to... Um, a request to be part of the group or do you want everybody to join uh, there's pros and cons to both sides of, of that coin um, if you want a lot of people in that group and you really don't care what the conversations are going to be about and have it a free-for-all then have everybody join but if you really want to make sure that uh, you stay on topic and that the information that is um, presented has the quality that you want and, and the direction that you want to go. You want to make sure that you um, ask them to join and give them and ask them why they want to join, that sort of stuff. And you also want to make sure if you are, have started a group that you moderate the group. That's really important because if you don't, then people are asking questions or they're they're posing 
uh, topics and there may be some interaction within those topics that doesn't really fit with the group. So you need to make sure that you can monitor that and take take some of those conversations offline or or put a stop to some of those conversations if it's not pertinent to the group. Um, so there are a lot of things that you can do with LinkedIn groups and just use just use it as you would uh, in some ways as a Facebook group. This is the way that you can get to know, like, and trust other people and know that there are people that you want to connect with on LinkedIn because if you don't do that, um, you're you're not going to be able to make those connections and you're not going to be able to grow your business or or your network and you're not going to be of any help to other people. Uh, um, LinkedIn is just one of those unique networks where uh, you need to be um, uh, prof- not only professional, but you also need to be mindful of what you're talking about on the network and um, and if you are, you're going to su- succeed on on LinkedIn. So um, it's time for our last break. And we come back, we're going to wrap up our discussion with some do's and don'ts uh, to consider for LinkedIn. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've been talking about LinkedIn for small businesses today, and I've given you a lot of information on how to set up your personal 
page and your company page and and how to uh, sponsor updates and how to get involved in LinkedIn groups. But I want to leave you with some basic do's and don'ts for LinkedIn marketing. Uh, I think it's really important to go through this list um, and uh, give you some points that will help you build your LinkedIn marketing and be seen as the expert that you are. So the first uh, do do is connect with the re- with people right away. So with LinkedIn, as opposed to some of these other networks, it's it's okay to connect with them immediately. And what I mean by that is that sometimes when there there are people that come to your Facebook page that um, you say, who in the world is this? And you go and click on their profiles and there's nobody there. Um, and you're like, why the heck do they want to connect with me? But with LinkedIn, if you meet somebody, it's okay to just connect with them right away. It's not it's not like you're stalking them or anything. Um, you don't want to uh, connect with someone when you're not on his or her profile. So what I mean by that is y- you get uh, suggestions for people to connect with. On uh, LinkedIn and what you want to do is don't do it from there you want to make sure that you actually go to their profile and uh, you can put in a customized request because otherwise it's just going to say I want to I want to connect with you on LinkedIn rather than hi Sam it's time uh, it's time to get uh, connected I met you at such and such a trade show or I love the article that you wrote I can't wait to connect with you something like that it's easier to connect with somebody that way so that you give them an idea of how you've met them if you've met them and why you want to connect with them rather than just the um, default I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn so you need to make sure that you do that um, and you don't want to send con- uh, requests more than twice. So, and, and and this could be just a personal pet peeve, but I've had I tend to um, connect with people that I know or people that are connected to people that I know rather than people that I don't know or haven't met or don't know of. Um, and one of those reasons is, and I talked about this earlier, is that. Um, there, at some point, somebody's going to ask me for a connection, and uh, I want to make sure that I can give that connection. So if somebody tries to connect with me and I don't know them or I don't know of them, I may not res- I may not uh, respond to that request. But I've gotten some that have sent that same request three, four, five, six times, and in some ways it kind of feels like they're a stalker so so maybe they didn't see the request the first time um send it again but don't do it more more than more than that there's a reason why they may not have connected with you um you do want to treat your profile like a professional communication no fancy smart alecky stuff on there unless that's uh your personality your brand um but it is a professional network. It's not like some of the other networks where you can uh, let your hair down a little bit more than you would on LinkedIn. You do want to join re- relevant groups, and we talked about that, because it helps you establish your 
authority by sharing uh, information or offering solutions to the members. And don't, again, don't promote, just promote yourself in those groups or you'll start alienating uh, potential clients and potential connections as well. You do want to nurture relationships. So the way that you do that is by commenting on posts that, um, that your connections share as well as posts that some of their connections share as well. So you want to start getting away from your first level connections to your second and third level connections. Um, But when I say uh, comment on them, commenting doesn't mean that you just use the generic like post. You really need to show that you uh, read the article or the post and uh, just comment on why you liked it. Or if you just want to like it, you can just like it. Um, Because eventually you're going to want to tap into those relationships to promote your products and services. And you need to nurture that relationship so that they begin to know, like, and trust you and see that you're truly interested in what they're doing as well. Um, And that's the way to go about do that. Um, The other thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to constantly promote yourself. We've already talked about that. And that's one of those things that I am going to hammer in as many times as I can. Because on social media, there are so many times when I see people, all they're doing is posting about their products, their services, um, their promotions, and they're not really giving any of themselves so that people can't get to know, like, and trust them. They're not seen as that expert. because They're seen as that annoying salesperson. So don't be that person. The other thing um, is that you don't want your profile to become stagnant. Uh, And this is really important because it goes back to the whole thing that we talked about several weeks ago is that you need to have fresh, relevant content. And that means on your um, profile, you need to be sure that you're making updates, you're adding articles, pictures, whatever to your profile so that people will keep coming back and and looking at what you're doing. Uh, It helps with your search engine results. It helps with a lot of uh, different things. So you want to make sure that your uh, profile doesn't become stagnant. And that is something that I have trouble with every once in a while. I'll go to my uh, profile and say, oh, it's been a while and just update it or add some more information to it. So uh, those are my do's and don'ts. And as a recap, um, I want you to remember that LinkedIn can be a powerful tool to building your know, like, and trust factor with your audience. It's really important if you're in a, especially if you're in a uh, business to business type company, that it builds that expertise because there are several business to business type relationships that you need to have that uh, expert and know, like, and trust factor. Um, You want to make sure that you are always the consummate professional on LinkedIn. It is not Facebook. It it is not a place to post all of your selfies, all of your cat videos, anything like that. Um, It is the professional social media site. Make sure that you uh, utilize not only the resources available for your personal profile, but also your company page. So take advantage of everything that's available for you to update your personal profile, but also make sure that you uh, have your company page updated, that you're uh, posting your blog posts and articles and case studies and other relevant information to your company page. Make sure that your uh, 
sponsoring updates there, and also make sure that you have some um, uh, showcase pages that talk about some of your uh, more important products and services, or if you have an event, um, make sure that you highlight all all of that information. And, of course, make sure that sponsor posts are part of your strategy to build your audience and your business. It's very simple, it's inexpensive, and it's another way to build your audience by getting it in front of people that are not necessarily your company page's followers or... um, or your personal followers because you can also direct them to to your company page. So that's it on LinkedIn. We've made it. And I know that it's been a lot of, there was a lot of information that we shared today. Um, But it's really important if you want your marketing efforts to be successful, especially on LinkedIn. Um, There are some worksheets available uh, for LinkedIn marketing strategies, and you just need to go to uh, 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio to sign up. And uh, let's look next week for our show. We're going to do something different. We're going to look at the top social media questions and answers for small businesses. And I have a list of questions that people ask me all the time. But if you want have a question that you want answered, please send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com or connect with us on Facebook at 411MarketingSolutions and I'll have a, a survey up that you can add to. Um, and if you have any comments or suggestions on any topics you want to hear in the future, just email me at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions. Thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas for your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.